Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today. Thousands of species are hitching up their tent stakes and fleeing to Earth's north and south poles in a pattern that scientists find disturbing. We have long known that global warming is forcing animals around the world to leave their natural habitats, but now an exhaustive analysis has shown marine species are booking it for the poles at least six times faster than those animals on land. Sifting through hundreds of studies, researchers compared over 30,000 habitat shifts in more than 12,000 species of everything from bacteria and fungi to plants and animals. This end result is a database named BioShifts. It's the first comprehensive analysis of its kind, and it's still relatively limited, but the information we have here strongly suggests marine species are following global thermal shifts much more closely than land animals. While land species are also moving closer to the poles as the planet heats up, this shift is at what the authors describe as a pace much slower than expected, especially in areas with warm climates. In the review, amphibians were found to be moving upslope, 
over 12 meters per year, while reptiles seem to be headed toward the equator at a rate of 6.5 meters a year. Insects were also found to be moving toward the poles at about 18.5 kilometers each year. In the bigger picture, marine species were moving toward the poles at an average pace of nearly 6 kilometers per year, but land animals were only shifting at a pace of around 1.8 meters per year. The discrepancy here between land and water could exist for a number of reasons. For instance, it might be a product of temperature sensitivity. Air conducts heat 25 times less effectively than water, and many land animals can regulate their body temperature if they want to. On the whole, this would mean that marine species and many other ectotherms, cold-blooded animals, are going to be much more susceptible to Earth's fluctuating temperatures. Plus, we have to consider that animals in the water, in general, can migrate much more easily if they need to. On land, the activities of humans often mess with the movement of animals. In fact, when animals are exposed to a high degree of human activity, also known as anthropogenic disturbances, these animals tend to move against the thermal grain instead of with it. This jibes pretty well with the general idea that land use and climate change may force species in opposite directions, in a kind of push and pull of redistribution. In the study, the authors write, on land, habitat loss and fragmentation due to land use changes may impede the ability of terrestrial species to track the shifting isotherms. Isotherms are lines on a map that connect regions with the same temperature. If the authors here are correct and marine life is tracking along temperature changes more closely, this could have very dire consequences and it may be something that we have seen before in the history of our planet. During the Permian-Triassic extinction, to date the most calamitous event in the history of the planet, very few marine organisms stayed in the same habitat. Oxygen levels plummeted, and they were forced to find new places to live. According to oceanographer Curtis Deutsch of the University of Washington, the marine species living during the time of this extinction had a simple choice, flee or perish. And unfortunately, over 50% perished at that time. This gives us a little bit of insight into the situation today as temperatures increase, squeezing animals into smaller and smaller ranges of habitat. And those animals that are swimming toward the poles are also at risk of running out of cooler water. And of course, this is happening on land too. Animals found high up in the mountains are said to be riding what is sometimes called an escalator to extinction as temperatures and competition push them over the brink. This is by no means a pleasant pattern, but it is a crucial one to understand as the world around us continues to change. Our second story today, Shadow Power. No kidding, there is a new gadget out there that can produce electricity using shadows. Well, technically, it exploits the contrast between bright spots and shade, and it creates a current that can power small electronics. According to Sui Ching Tan, a material scientist at the National University of Singapore, we can harvest energy anywhere on Earth now, not just open spaces. 
Tan and his team created this device that they call a shadow effect energy generator. How cool is that? By placing a super thin coating of gold on silicon. And that's, you know, a typical setup for solar cell material. Just like in a solar cell, light shining on silicon energizes its electrons. And with this added gold layer, the shadow effect energy generator produces an electric current when part of the device lies in shadow. These excited electrons jump from the silicon to the gold. And with part of the device shaded, the voltage of that illuminated metal, the stuff with light on it, increases relative to the dark areas and electrons in the generator flow from high to low voltage. This sends them through a circuit and creates a current that can power a gadget. Tan's team published results of their work on April 15th in the Energy and Environmental Science Journal. Here's what they did. With eight generators, they ran an electronic watch in low light. The device can also serve as sensors. So when a remote control car passed by, its shadow fell on a generator and it created enough electricity to light up an LED. The more extreme the contrast between light and dark here, the more energy the generator can create. So right now the team is working to boost their gadget's performance by borrowing strategies from solar cells. They want to increase the light their generators absorb because it would allow them to better exploit shadows. This is still early days research, but it's possible that someday these generators might produce energy in the shadow spots of a solar array, maybe between tall buildings, or maybe even inside. And I like how Ton waxes a bit poetic when describing this device, saying, quote, a lot of people think that shadows are useless. But anything can be useful, even shadows. Our third story today. It appears that foxes might someday be domesticated, but not by humans, by themselves. Perhaps that's a bit misleading. In a famous Siberian experiment carried out way back in the 1950s, scientists did actually turn foxes into domesticated creatures. They were these tame, dog-like canines. And they did this over time. They were breeding the least aggressive ones generation after generation. The foxes physically changed, too. They developed stubbier, shorter snouts, floppy ears, and they began to bark. But now it appears that some rural red foxes in the UK are doing this all on their own. When these animals moved from the nearby forest to city habitats, they started to evolve dog-like traits, potentially setting themselves on the path to self-domestication. Lee Dugaton, an evolutionary biologist at the University of Louisville, was not directly involved in this work, but has written extensively about that previous Russian fox experiment. Lee says, I'm not so much surprised as delighted. This is a natural experiment that is very much in line with what the Russian experiment has found. The new observations come from evolutionary biologist Kevin Parsons. He heard about a large collection of red fox skulls at National Museum Scotland and immediately thought of that old Siberian study from the 1950s. He had already, for a while, been noticing the prevalence of foxes in and around Glasgow, where he works at the University of Glasgow. He recalled, they'd walk by me and stare as if saying, why are you looking at me? 
they were fearless. He wanted to see whether the animals had somehow evolved to suit their urban lifestyle, so he went back through the fox skull collection, which consists of about 1,500 skulls that had all been collected from 1971 to 1973 in London and around the metro area. It sounds like quite a few skulls for such a short timeline. This is the result of a fox culling campaign that was underway at the time. All of the skulls were marked with their locations, rural or urban. The urban areas were anything defined as having buildings, streetlights, and no heavily wooded areas, whereas rural sites were exactly what they sound like, forest without human development. So Parsons photographed 57 female skulls and 54 male skulls and started to isolate and identify key features. They found that the habitat of a fox greatly affects the shape of its skull, and that urban foxes, like those in the Russian experiments, had shorter, wider muzzles, and they also had smaller brains than the foxes who lived in the forest. The males and females both had very similar skull shapes, and all of these changes are typical of what Charles Darwin once labeled domestication syndrome. Overall, fox skulls coming from urban areas are apparently designed for a stronger bite than those of rural foxes. Their skulls seem more shaped for speed. Parsons imagines that perhaps that's because in a city, a fox can just go to a pile of trash created by humans and feed on the refuse they've thrown away. And they might encounter more bones that you can only crush with stronger jaws. Still, he is quick to say that these urban red foxes are not domesticated. They're, they're still wild animals. But this study does show that exposure to human activity can set an animal down this path. So if these foxes continue to self-domesticate, they'll meet some of the same rope bumps as early dogs. They'll need to overcome their completely valid fear of humans to get close enough to eat the trash. And this may end up being the spark that leads to a cavalcade of other biological changes. Oddly enough, foxes appear to have started down this path of self-domestication before in multiple parts of the world. You can see their bones in early farming communities, for instance. But unlike wildcats, the ancestors of the house cats that originally entered human communities and became the pets we know today, it seems that in every historical case, foxes have never fully become self-domesticated. And, as the scientists also cite out, even today, we don't know why. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know about. To give us your best or worst bad dad jokes. To tell us about your personal experience with COVID-19. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the global woods by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter, or reach out to me directly. I'm at HSW on Twitter, or at BenBolin on Instagram. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and, most importantly, thanks to you. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.